You've tuned into all things fine and gentry with the connoisseur, French Thompson, where consistently we bring you ideas, concepts, and exposure to thoughtful content, lifestyle enhancements, and opportunities to improve yourself and those around you. Thank you for tuning in and taking a listen to this week's episode. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Things Fine and Gentry. This is the connoisseur, French Thompson. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it, it's been a, a pretty interesting ride this last month as we've um, uh, went, gone down this path of All Things Fine and Gentry. Um, very great feedback. Appreciate all those who have uh, subscribed and listened. And if you have not yet done so, please click that subscribe button. It helps me to know that you are interested in what's happening here and it's actually worth your time. Otherwise, I'm just talking into a mic, uh, laughing at myself. So appreciate all those that have subscribed. And um, for those that haven't, please uh, connect, subscribe. Um, we'll love to be able to to uh, know who you are and, and be able to connect with you if you have any ideas or questions and things like that. <clears throat> also, if you have not yet followed me on uh, Instagram, please do so. We'd love to uh, to have you as a follower on Facebook as well, but I know most people on Instagram, so we'll go in that place. So here we are. This is, um, like I said, the, uh, the connoisseur, all things fine and gentry, and we are having another episode of Lyrics and Libations with Larry. Larry, welcome back to the podcast. Once again, it's always a pleasure. Awesome. Awesome. Always Glad a pleasure. that you are here. Glad that you are here. All right. So our inaugural episode, we essentially laid the, the baseline, right? Yeah. Talked about, hey, this is what our taste buds and our earbuds like. Mm-hmm. And so we, we said we'll be whiskey heavy. We, uh, you know, Jack, Basil Hayden's, uh, Uncle Nearest, all of those things. And we tried out an Irish whiskey, mm-hmm. Sexton, which uh, if you all have not listened to that episode, uh, please tune into it. We had a good time. And then we also talked about uh, music. And we, we really went down a neo-soul path, uh, kicked it with some Bilal and some other things. So I know that you've uh, been prepping to have uh, some a, a new playlist for us I'm today. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Now, now, now. So uh, you gave us a teaser last time. Uh, you said, hey, just wait till the next episode. We're going to try something different. So. What uh, what do you have here for us today? What libation do you have for us before we get into the lyrics today? Ooh, we got a good one today. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> we have, ooh, how do I start off? We have absinthe. Isn't that illegal? <laughs> <laughs> About 2007, they allowed it in the States. Okay. For real. Okay. So, um. Now you have a, a, a history with absinthe. Yes, you? I do. <laughs> Sh- share with us. Those those that are listening would love to hear your history with absinthe. So <laughs> do you want the story or do you want you, you can just so, give us a little a little so, taste. Um so traveling, I uh, went to uh, Morgan State University, as we previously said in mm-hmm. um the previous uh, episode, um, and we were able to travel all over the world. And so my first time I went to um, Prague um, and in Prague, that's my first time having absinthe. Mm. Um, and um, so you were in Eastern Europe and decided, ooh, you know, to try with the locals. Yeah, we didn't, you know, African-American male, 
from you know the East Coast. Yeah, you know why not? We don't know. <laughs> we tried it, and so how did that go? Oh, about as bad as you can expect. Okay, um, okay, but you're still here to tell the story. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first time All going right. over there, and so uh, you know they would light it on fire. And because would, it's literally alcohol. Yes. Yeah. And it, trust me, it feels that way going down. So why are we doing it now? Because we have <laughs> said that we were going to challenge our taste buds. That's true. And try it again. Um, it's not as potent. Okay. Uh, as uh, the history, you know, it came from mm-hmm. uh, what we say the 17th century. Right. Um, and it's uh, really from uh, the French really yeah. made it uh, popular. Um, and so... Now, now there was a <clears throat> you, you had did some research and you were kind of sharing with me um, prior to um, selecting this as, as the next one. You had uh, read that the reason that it was banned um, was essentially because of the, the, the wine makers. Right. That they didn't want people drinking this because it was popular. Yeah. And so they kind of came up with some some stories to tell. So what were some of those stories? <laughs> It, it it is crazy how people hate. <laughs> they they were hating. I mean, they really hated. Uh, they said that uh, one of the things was uh, it was a hallucinogen, so people would hallucinate uh, after drinking it, and which is like all alcohol, depending on how much you consume it. But go ahead. Yeah, but this one, it, it like they really had a doctor. Mm. They had a doctor. Trust me, I'm a doctor. Yeah, just trust. Just one doctor. They found this one doctor to spread. Uh, to certify, uh, of course, they probably paid him under the right, table. Right, I'm sure. You know, but uh, to certify, you know, the fact that, oh, don't mess with this because we want you to buy our, you know, our stuff, yeah. you know, our wine. Sounds, this kind of stuff is still going on. I think so. You know, um, so because of one man. That really, it was essentially. It really sounds weird. Mm, well, I mean, I mean, it's all over. All right, so. You, uh, Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, now you, you did some research on absinthe, and, and we, as we talked about this, <clears throat> we were uh, curious on actually how you would consume this. Absolutely. So you did some research, and there were some recommended uh, practices which we will employ today. So explain to us, um, for those who aren't, um, well, obviously we're not videotaping this uh, collectively anyway, but. Like explain or describe what what process we're going to have to do to be able to actually uh, consume this poison uh, today. Uh, yeah, uh, they definitely recommend don't drink this poison straight. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I can do that from experience. I can definitely say from experience, this is nothing that you want to consume straight. Okay, um, or neat or <laughs> on the rocks, <laughs> which is which is good, right? Because we said that our your preferred tasting for alcohol is neat Neat. Mm -hmm. me is on the rocks but the directions say do not do either of those neither one all right so how Um, how much we drink this um so they actually um suggested that we get what is called an absinthe spoon yes Um, an absinthe spoon which was new to both of us i mean totally blew us away so tell us about um your procurement, how, what what that process went for you to actually research and understand what an absinthe spoon was? I had to go to a lot of different sites um, and, you know, just to see what an absinthe spoon was because I'm thinking like, you know, 
you can just get anything. But right. I mean, really what it is, is it's the process. What they want you to do is to put a cube of sugar okay. on top of this, this, uh, uh, very well <laughs> designed, yeah, de- decorated, yeah, de- yeah. decorated. So there are so many different designs that they have for this spoon. It's not one specific, um, sign, mm-hmm. I mean, spoon. Um, and so they do different designs just based off of what you like. Right. Um, a very popular one is the Eiffel Tower. Really? Yeah. But, but once again, once again, it's a French, yeah. it's a French so liqueur that, or I guess an alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, 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 um, and so you place this, uh, so you place the sugar cube on top of the, um, absinthe spoon, okay. which is on top of the glass, the rim of the glass, which okay. lays neatly and nicely on the glass right. um and then you are supposed to drip water um over top of the sugar cube okay which um is supposed to drip into the already slightly poured <laughs> <laughs> absinthe okay. so they recommend one part absinthe and uh based on my research three to five parts water that's a pretty big um, dilution. Absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly why. Okay. We're gonna do three parts today. Okay. We'll do three parts. Today. Yeah. We'll okay. do three parts. Um. And it's it's supposed to dilute it and um make it, um, make and, it. and aroma is okay. supposed to uh, come from it. Okay. You know, so it's supposed to bring a uh, some kind of. I didn't. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I didn't experience let, that aroma last time. I'm so. sure you didn't. Yeah. And you don't probably remember most of it. I uh, trust me. I remember it. All right. Well, let's crack this open. Let's just do right. our, our test. Uh, see how this smells actually when it opens up. And so, uh, it it has a uh, like a caramel color. Um, yeah, the far, one we have. Yeah, the one we have. It has a has a They've come in, color. in different colors. Okay. Remember me telling you about uh, yeah. the green one, where yeah. I took the second time I went to Prague, I took uh, a dollar store, big bottle dollar store uh, mouthwash, and <laughs> um, and I transported it back. So <laughs> some stories yeah. that shouldn't be told, but that's really, all right. All right. So this one is has a has an amber color. All right. What's it smell like? What I remember. It's oh, it brings back memories. It smells directly. just like licorice. Licorice, oh, yes. Oh my, it mm. does. Mm. And I am not a fan of licorice at all. I mean, I disgust uh, licorice. Okay, well, here we go. Well, see, I thought it was going to be different because we're now buying in the USA. No. Mm-mm. Okay. All right. So, Ooh. so it has a, an amber color, uh, licorice smell. You get. Uh, so we read the labels. So, okay. Um, well, we read the label after. Yeah, after we start tasting, yeah. but we're going to have to do some dilution here. So yes, while we we're doing that, uh, we'll we'll go ahead from there. So uh, as he's getting this together here, because we don't want you all to think that we um, uh, pre-trip any of this stuff. You're all getting raw reactions as we go through here. So he's uh, he's, he's prepping this here, and so this absinthe spoon that he had spoke about um, is very decorative. At first, I thought it was like a slotted spoon, but it's, it's not really. It's like um, it's ornate, I would call it. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, as we, we did some research here, people collect these things like uh, like ornaments, collectors' items, and they have a full uh, array of them, depending on you know what your interests are, etc. So the one we got is, is wow. basic, and we'll, we'll share a picture here. Um, I can see how it. Yeah, once you pour it, it just. Oh yeah. yeah, it opens up. With, yeah, yeah. Okay. My my nose hairs though are saying, pull it back a little bit. It's 
Yeah. Keep away from flames. My eyes just started watering. All right. All right. Okay. So he, he's going to um, he's going to do that. So so while you're doing this, since, since the process here is going to take a little time, uh, let, let's kick off into the, the lyric side of this as well. And I know that you've put together a, a carefully curated playlist. Careful. Uh, today that, uh, that that will go from here. And um, how, how would you like to kind of uh, explain or, or share what you think the, uh, what this, what we're going to be listening to today, or at least a, a plethora of things? Uh, it's just a, uh, I started off with, I had one song in mind, um, how I wanted to start this one off. Um, and then, uh, nope, not that one. Oops. Uh, <laughs> still working this out. <laughs> Only a few episodes in. Still working this uh, out. So, um, this was just, I wanted one song and then I just wanted to go All right. from there. Here so, we go. All right. Tell me if you, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. You ready? Yep. Play from the top of Let me get a track. Oh. Nice. So what is this? This is BJ Chicago Kid turning me BJ Chicago Kid. Okay. Baby, keep on turning me Nice. Okay, so what we have here is I just poured our absinthe, our one... We are using one ounce of absinthe. One ounce of absinthe. Uh, and then we are um, we placed our absinthe spoon over our cup, placed our sugar cube over it. So now what we're going to do is uh, give me parts. Whew. There you go. On top of water. Oh. Okay. A little messy. You probably don't have all the perfect things. Let's try it without the the funnel. It requires a steady hand here, but it's it's diluting, diluting the sugar cube. So if we were to do it again, we would have to figure out what would be the appropriate drip or dropper. I guess uh, a. Uh, what do you want to call that? Uh, bulb syringe or something like that. So, so as you're pouring that, no, what, what, what would you consider this um, genre to be? Uh, this is still, this is R&B. R&B. Yeah. I like it. Is this a, uh, is this guy well known? Yeah. Or, okay. Absolutely. Very well. So we're almost all the way diluted here. So it takes a couple of um, a minute or so, depending on how well you uh, dilute uh, your your piece here. So he's done the first one. So it, it turns like a milky color, which obviously is the sugar in there. And we're going to let um, <laughs> we're going to let Larry do this first. <laughs> No, we're going to do it at the same time. <laughs> all right, all right. Here yeah, go. there's Here's no my... way I'm doing this by myself. <laughs> Didn't do it by myself the first time. 
This is not something you just sit around and just like, hey, yeah, I think I want some absinthe. Well, I think most people would view absinthe similar to uh, 151, like 151, right? Because of the proof. So uh, I think right here says absinthe is uh, 60% by volume. So that's 120 proof. Obviously, we know that 151 is 151 proof. Um, and then what's Everclear? I'm curious what the, and we talk about like high potent liquors uh, liquors and stuff like that but yeah. um, this is actually made in California which is amazing distilled and bottled by St. George's Spirit this is a very popular one oh okay yeah, yeah so, so we uh, we didn't even talk about uh, what, what we have we have St. George uh, fine brandy with the choices herbs our fine absinthe verite is the result of years of patient experimentation and herbal distillation this complexity comes from the use of fine brandy, star anise, mint, wormwood, lemon, palm, hyssop, basil, fennel, tarragon, and stinging nettles. What in the world a stinging nettle is? I have no idea. But on here, just to add to the, I guess, you know, warning label, they have a monkey with bones, uh, banging on the head of a skull. So just to let you know that um, it's not not working well. Okay, what we have here? Uh, we have uh, PJ Morton. PJ? Yeah. All PJ right. sighting. PJ Morton. All right. Uh, this is actually featuring uh, BJ Chicago Kid. Oh. Again, and um, also we have the Hamiltons. Hamiltons? Yeah. Yes. Uh, they're the three gentlemen that were um, background singers for Anthony Hamilton. Um, and, you know, and they became like uh, social media sensations. Yeah. And um, really great gentlemen. Really, really can sing. You can uh, tell their uh, their church background. background. Mm. Yeah. So they infused church, R&B, you know. Got it. Jazz, all of that. All right. All right. So... You can smell it here in the room, um, the the fragrance. Uh, so we, we, we've diluted uh, at least three parts to one here. We'll take a, a smell. Mm. Well, still smells like licorice. Still smells like licorice. Just let you all know, we do have a, um, a Stella Artois uh, chaser here. So Do you know I still can't? A, a trois? A trois. Okay, there we go. Yeah. A trois. Yeah. Just call it Stella. All right. It's just, well, the, the problem is with Stella, you now the ladies have the Stella Rosa and all of that type of stuff. Stella has her move back. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. So are you Ooh. ready to taste this? All right. Let's try it, brother. All right. On three. Oof. I'm telling you, I, ladies and gentlemen. Do we drink the whole thing? No, we no. Just, we're just like, going to take a sip. We're just going to okay. take a sip. All right. Let's not be too presumptuous um, that this will be something that we can. I'm do. glad you said it because I wasn't. All right. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Actually, mm. not that bad. It 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 um it rolls down your tongue. Um, you still feel it, even you, though you feel it, it, even though it's it's diluted. Um, I don't feel like it's you know how you've had a watered down drink and it's yeah, just like, no, this is not no. Down. It's still very very strong. This is potent. Um, 
but I can taste like the floral. You can taste lemon. I taste. I taste lemon. Lemon. There's some mint. Uh, I don't get the mint too much, but whatever is um, a little spice to it. Ah, we'll take another sip here. Uh oh. That part wasn't diluted. <laughs> All right, so I'm just gonna say this. <laughs> I'm just gonna say this, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't have to, don't. Look, I mean, so there's experimentation that one must make along the way. I say try. I say well, we should. We should. And we said we're gonna um, stretch our, our taste. But yes, you feel that right there? Yeah. It's warming up. I'm having flashbacks. Um, and this song is lying. It's not gonna be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I want y'all to understand that we waited to the last minute to try this absinthe. Yes. Um, <clears throat> how, did, how did we say? How did we come up with absinthe? Because uh, we I, well, I, we were going to. We were. I think we were thinking about something light, um, like a gin, gin or something yeah. like that. And then you decided. You sent to, me in the store by myself. That was a bad. See idea. what happens when you send irresponsible very, drinkers. Very bad <laughs> idea. So I, I'll tell you this: it's um, what, what what would be very interesting are some cocktails to go with this, right? As nothing a, as a base. Nothing to to mix or to no nothing. You just wouldn't even use leave it there. Nothing. I would drink it the way that it is, and and the the sugar actually uh, makes it. Not necessarily sweet. Okay. Um, it, it makes it palatable. It, you know what? It I definitely do. makes it palatable. What about some bitters? Yeah. I mean, maybe. Or, would, or, or some type you know of liqueur. What? Although the 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 the, the sugar content. Well, I'm just thinking about the sugar content and the liqueur. I mean, you. I, I mentioned mint, so I would. There's something that I probably would put. I would put mint inside of. Like I like a mint like, leaf, like yeah. a, like muddle it, yeah. Interesting, yeah. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say that um, our um, yes, we both set our glasses aside. They um, are both to the left. They they are my left, your right. Yes, yeah. this was a Beyonce to the left, to the left. <sighs> okay, all right. So, but I, I it, it's, I think it can grow on you. I think it's a. a an acquired taste that as you continue to pro- proceed through here that you can say you know there's some um appreciation for the complexity of the liquor i would yeah. call that i mean it is an appreciation uh i believe that there's an appreciation with all you know kind of you don't just be like oh my goodness i love beer right or, oh well, that's gosh, true. i love red or white wine or alcohol in itself right any type of consumption i felt like i feel like it's it's all an acquired taste. It is. Uh, everything that you do is it, it, jazz. Music you is know, an acquired music taste. Music is an acquired taste. All right. So what do you have coming up next? Speak uh, of that. I have so many directions that I want to go with this, but. Um, Come on. We're, we're, we're letting people kind of just into the mind of Larry Vaughn here in regards to okay. music that, that. Let's go here. All right. This is. Uh, this is. It's a classic for me. A classic for you. Um, okay. It's from a classic album. Okay. But it's definitely a classic for me. All right. Uh, from mo- most people, they probably like kind of skip over it. But as a musician, um, I can hear Quest Love in this. You can hear it's called 
D'Angelo's Spanish joint. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You can this is a hear, great album. You can hear the uh, Spanish influence with yeah. uh, the American twist with it. The lead guitar. Yeah, lead guitar. Yeah, gives it. So tell us about with this album and when it came out and kind of where you were and, and what your thoughts were. Uh, was it 99 or 2000? I think it, it was either 99 or 2000. Um, where was, we were in our uh, junior year in high school. Uh, it was a good time because uh, D'Angelo had just came out, Silk. Uh, Silk, yeah. CD had just came out. This is um, how un, what is it called? Untitled. How does it feel? Yes. Yeah. This that one that came album. out, and then yeah. every lady. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but D'Angelo. You know, wasted. He, he, he he did what he needed to do on that one. Listen, he made us all look bad. Even <laughs> even in high school, I still had. I was kind of chiseled a little bit, but nah. Yeah, he was like, I got to make a comeback from uh, Brown Sugar. It's just so sad that uh, D'Angelo. Um, only has three physical albums. That's real. A lot of live stuff. Yeah, a lot of live stuff. Um, but you know, physically, it's only three albums. But and I mean, between Brown Brown Sugar and um, what's the name of this album? I can't remember. Voodoo. Voodoo. And Voodoo. Um, I mean, it was kind of the, like two definitive albums. Mm-hmm. Like very complete, solid. I mean, now now, now you you can say like classics. A, Classics, Basically right? Classics. Now, now, you could say, like, very proli- prolific um, artists, like a Maxwell, although even he... You always want to bring Maxwell I like, I'm a Maxwell fan. I don't know but, how you put him and Maxwell in the same conversation. I'm just talking about musicianship. Okay, all right, we'll give you music. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, But but I'll say even even he does, you know, every 10 years an album. Was Maxwell's stuff. album, was uh, the MTV Unplugged, was that... That was shortly after that? Or? I don't know. We would have to look that up. Hmm. Okay. Um, that's your favorite album, right? Uh, of Maxwell? You know, that's a good question. My favorite Maxwell album? Mm-hmm. We might have to have that for another Lyrics and Libations, mm-hmm. Crooners edition. Oh. Um, but uh, it's kind of hard to, to talk about my uh, my path with Maxwell because I would tell you, when, it fir- when he first came out, I was not a fan uh, but there's a long story with that. All right, we have one. We have time for one more, one more song, one more, one more. I got a whole rock of songs. I know you do. I know you Come do. Come on, man. You I made know me you waste do. my songs. I'm not making you waste your songs. All right, let's go. But the thing is, is that we have so many things to listen to, and we know that people have so many uh, minutes in the day. But it's enough to bring them back for the next episode of Lyrics and Libations. So, what do you have? What are you going to close us out with today? <sighs> All right. Since we're staying here. Let's go with, um, let's go here. Okay. Oh. Okay. Nice little funk. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's what D'Angelo carries no matter what song. Yes. He still carries that set 60 70 funk with him whatever I'm curious what his story like <clears throat> why he felt that that was the the burden I don't call it a burden but the 
what he's going to carry with him. Now that isn't even wrong with it, right? But yeah, some artists that are saying that are chameleons that kind of evolve with the times. But he said, "No, this is me." But I feel like he still hasn't evolved. Uh, if you look at Brown Sugar, then Voodoo, and then his uh, latest album, Black Messiah, I think it was. Um, you you can kind of compare Voodoo and Black Messiah together, okay? Um, versus Brown Sugar. Um, but I don't. I think that's just who he is. He has, he carries that funk with him. Um, even when you heard the Spanish joint, yeah, you still felt you felt that, the soul that that vibe. Yeah, that, yeah, that that with it. All right, let me go to another. One. Oh, you want to sneak in one more here? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do this. So I'm a huge fan of his. Um, if you know me, um, the type of voice that I have, the type of feel that I have, mm-hmm. um, I feel it embodies uh, this man uh, who actually just recently passed. Okay. Um, I want to show some love to one of the ones who opened life up for me, Bill Withers. Ooh. Because he's not about the jazz, the razzmatazz in his voice. It's more about the soul. Yeah. You feel every lyric. Um, his his lyrics are from life. Yeah. You know, not made. That's good. Feel like That's good. This, he, he grabs a hold to you. You're at attention when you hear his voice. It's not, he's not, he never tried to be anyone else. Because at the time, I mean, you had everybody. Yeah. You know, you had the smoky, um, Smokey Robinson. Yeah. You, you had Marvin Gaye. You had Donnie Hathaway. You had all all of them. Temptations. And his voice you. is so raw with it, right? It's almost like a um, like a Sam Cooke esque, you know, just kind of like uh, emotion with it. Have you watched Sam Cooke's uh, uh, documentary on his life on I, Netflix? I have not. Opened my eyes really? to Sam Cooke. Um, the fact that he. Uh, he did not give in to the message. Once he mm. found the message um, in what he wanted to deliver and bring, he he was relentless with it. Mm. Um, he didn't give in. He didn't compromise. Um, and that showed that uh, as he was growing up from a, a boy, yeah. ended up trying to find himself in his identity. Because, you know, he first started off from the gospel. Right. And then he branched out and then he started getting into the political scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was hanging out with Muhammad Ali and all of them. And, then, and of course, they would, you know, once you're hanging out with them, they think that you're, you know, uh, becoming uh, radicalized. Or like yeah, yeah, around that. But he, he, you know, his messages were so pure and it was from his heart. Uh, it's sad how he, you know, how he uh, passed. Right. Um, which is still a mystery. Um, so, so getting back to the artists we have playing now, mm-hmm. um, you said that he kind of opened your eyes and things like that. So yeah. how do you feel um, either you relate to him or he has impacted the way that you actually write, sing, um, uh, deliver music that's been placed in your heart? Um, my father first introduced me to him. He brought me the uh, best of Bill Withers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get... Ain't no sunshine when he's gone, and, yeah. and lean on me and grandma's hands, and and those kinds of things. Just he, he doesn't try to riff, he doesn't try to run. It's nice. So it's from it's almost like it's from the bottom of his feet. He brings it from the bottom of his feet, and he would sit down with his guitar, mm. um, 
which in my latter years, in the last uh, five years or so, um, I started picking my guitar up and really um, moving around with it. Yeah. And he could sit on a chair, and, and, and he's sitting on a chair, as you're listening to this, this is at uh, Carnegie Hall Live, mm-hmm. one of his, his famous live um, uh, records. Nice. Um, and one of his famous records, excuse me. Um, and he's sitting on a chair, and wooden chair, and, and his band, even in the the seventies, you can feel the pocket. You can oh, just yeah. as soon as you hear oh, yeah. it, we'll you, pause for one. Let's hear. This is, you know, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. All of them. Excellent. Well, thank you all for joining us today for another uh, round of lyrics and libations with Larry. Um, We'll get better at this. We, well, I mean, I'm just saying the libation side was was an eye opener, literally. Throat opener. Throat opener. It, um, like, if you need to uh, make hand sanitizer, this is a good alcohol base. In times like these. In times. <laughs> so, again, thank you all for joining us, Larry. Thank you again for gracing us in the studio uh, for lyrics and libations with Larry. We know that you continue to amass a playlist to enlighten our ears uh, and give us some good background on a lot of these things. So, we appreciate you taking the time for there and also um, stretching us with absinthe. We hope that the next uh, libation that you pick is something that we will be able to. Um, oh, the next one's on me. Uh, Actually, it's your turn. Yeah, it is probably my turn. Yeah. Okay, I got an idea. I'm going to drop it. Um, but gotta thank listen. you. Gotta thank listen. You. you gotta listen. You gotta, you gotta listen. Tune in for the next lyric and libation. That absent is kicking ass. <laughs> Just three L three. <laughs> Tune in for L three. Thank you again. If you again, if you have not um, have not subscribed, please just click subscribe. If you have not subscribed, please click subscribe. We would love to have you as a, uh, a fan of ours and um, you know drop some notes uh, drop a note in, 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 uh, on IG or in Facebook or uh, uh, even on the uh, review and comments on any of your podcast platforms we'd love to know if you uh, like some of these things we will include in the show notes um, the songs that we played today and uh, I hope you all enjoy so thanks again this is the connoisseur French Thompson of all things fine and gentry we'll catch you next time Appreciate y'all coming out in this ring. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. How about for the cats and the ladies? Nice folks. Deep people. <laughs> yeah, I love them. They're all crazy. I love them anyway. Yeah.